Every Thursday, we are joined by one of the beautiful news.com stories of the week. And these are stories about people, South Africans, who are making a difference to their communities, to their themselves, and, and to the world. And one such woman, Georgia McTaggart, uh, she's from Cape Town, and she is kind of single-handedly cleaning up all the rivers. But I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to let her explain. Hi, Georgia. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for having um, help up on your show. I'm really very excited. Hi to your listeners. I'm super excited to talk to you, especially because of what Help Up is doing and has done and is going to continue to do. Tell us a little bit about what Help Up is. Uh, Help Up is a compassionate disruption initiative. It sounds like a mouthful, but it's a, it's what I could come up with to really describe what we're about. Um, we have a mission to shift people's perception around poverty, around waste, and, and literally around being part of a community that extends beyond our own front doors. And I'm sure the listeners will agree that um, with lockdown, um, your front door just kind of became the the, the, the edge of the world. You know, <laughs> so um, very. It's, it was very much part of um, my my passion to try to create a, a model um, based on community interaction so it didn't matter if you had money or not you could volunteer if you couldn't afford to volunteer um, you would be paid to volunteer because volunteering is actually a privilege and um, so that was sort of, that was my first step was how, how to do that um, and yes it, it's uh, almost two years that we've been running so it's it's been going very well I've learned lots of lessons I must say <laughs> but yes it's it, it really does work really well and it's scalable. So I, I watched the beautifulnews.com short film about you guys and what you guys do. And I know that it's a lot more than this, but you, the film is about you guys going to the rivers and cleaning them up and picking up the litter. Um, I wanted to ask you how this began for you. Did you, were you doing this before this was help up or like, how did this start? I actually was um, volunteering, um, working um, mainly in Masipumalele and along the Komiki Beach. Uh, and that was three or four years ago I started volunteering with an NGO. And I just realized that there was just too much separation. So I, I kind of started coming up with plans and building models around what, you know, what could be done to really integrate um, communities um, and and really make the changes around waste. And waste is something that, that all of us um, are responsible for. Um, I know there are lots of uh, fingers, the fingers being pointed and uh, a lot of blame being, um, you know, passed around. But the fact is that each of us is responsible for the waste that we create. And we need to become conscious around that. In, so obviously this is in Cape Town. In Joburg, I'm not sure if there's anyone doing this. But... I f like I always talk about snowball effects and I'm always trying to make positive snowball effects. I'm trying to like make people want to do this in their own communities. Where can we go to find out more about help up and maybe copy this so that we can also do this in Joburg or Pretoria or Durban or wherever we are in the world. 
Um, well, you can you can very very with great welcome. Um, please do contact me at Georgia at helpuptoday.co.za. Um, if you would like to start a cleanup in in your area, it doesn't matter where it is. In in Johannesburg, um, Pretoria, in in KZN, there are a lot of cleanup groups, and it's just wonderful to get involved and volunteer. Um, there's a great website uh, website called Armour A R M O U R, mm. and uh, if you're in in the north, then then please do find them on Facebook and follow them because they they publish where the cleanups are, what's happening, and there's some very dynamic groups happening um, up up north, uh, the Henops River, or oh, so many, um, that I can't even remember them right now, but. Uh, yes, definitely do that. If you'd like to contact us, um, our website's actually busy being built at the moment. Everything changes so much, and especially since lockdown. So um, if you would like to reach us, you can join us on Facebook at Help Up Today um, or on Instagram also at Help Up Today. And then if you'd like to read a little bit about us, you can join our uh, Backer Buddy. Uh, you can go onto the link, which is www.backerbuddy.co.za forward slash help up today one word and that that basically gives you the our plan for the next uh, 12 months which is pretty dynamic there's something for everyone it's really exciting so that's what i wanted to ask you about next because obviously with the the pandemic and lockdown you guys couldn't go and do what you do so obviously people had lost an income um and I wanted to ask you, from here on out, we're in level two, our, things are kind of going back to some kind of normal. What is happening with Help Up now and how has the lockdown changed you guys? Daniel, well, firstly, nobody lost an income. Okay. Um, we, we actually continued to pay our Help Up avatars because we were the only support that they had at the time. Um, so they continued to be paid. So we knew that the stipend and they knew that that stipend would, would be coming and they could rely on it um, every week. And, um, you know, we needed to, to look after our, our people because we've built relationships. We're a family. So it was really important to, um, you know, to build that, to build that relationship in, you know, in, in, in times of crisis, we actually need to pull together. Mm -hmm. And also over lockdown help up was very um very involved with um, getting donations from food companies and then moving those forward to um, unsupported uh, nonprofits that were feeding people who were really, really starving. And I mean, obviously, we still have this very, very bad situation. Um, so, so, so we didn't rest. <laughs> we stayed active and we stayed um, relevant. Uh, but now with level two, well, we've, we've been cleaning for the last month or so um, as the, as the lockdown, um, rules relaxed a little bit we joined up with um the group at new hope sa i'm not sure if you've heard of them they're a micro site um for people who were at the strandfontaine um settlement that was that was put up by the city of cape town and um eight people from strandfontaine went to this micro site which is based in mowbray and run by new hope sa and the guys are being skilled in computers uh, building plant boxes, uh, they help us. They really they help us on a cleanup at the river mouth um, every uh, twice a month, and they're a fantastic group of guys. And it just showed me, or sort of, you know, sort of just reinforced for me that people who are in a situation that's desperate and 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 just feels like there's no way out. You might have drug addiction um, problems. You might have uh, obviously the problems of poverty, um, homelessness. 
that, that if you just supported, if you just held and you know you can rely on somebody, that just helps you to shift into a new type of kind of paradigm where you can start to, to self-care. And um, so that's been a really, really great um, collab for us. And we are continuing with our Kailiche cleanup. And we also have a Lunga cleanup um, where we collect uh, rubbish from um, the waterways, um, canals and things like that before they reach the ocean. And then obviously the one at the river mouth that, that we do at the Black River Mouth. So we collect quite a lot of trash every week. <laughs> and obviously we still observe the lockdown rules and we have, you know, we have special sleeves that, that we designed so that people wouldn't have any splashes. And, you know, there's just a constant building. Um, you have to just keep reinventing. And even if you don't have lots of cash, you know, you've got, you've got to find a way to, you know, to sort of reinvent all the time and, and stay um, relevant uh, not only for the broader public to to you know sort of soak in um, the importance of of waste management on a personal level, but also just that that we're all in this together, and there's just there's no way out of thinking any other way other than that, as far as I'm concerned. No, you are 100% correct, and I don't think you know rubbish is not something that you think of every day, even though you're creating it every single day all the time, right? every you can't go throughout a day without having some kind of rubbish and i think it's so vitally important to have these conversations because i never thought about it until today i never thought about how much waste i my household creates and where does it go um, when it, goes in the it doesn't just magically disappear it goes somewhere well, I mean, it goes to landfill and landfill is very often um you know, I don't know um, if anyone's been to a landfill. It's uh, part of the listeners. What we have is we have the, there's uh, hazmat uh, waste. There's there's uh, household trash. There's builders rubble. There's all kinds of things that go into the landfill site. And um, the problem that we're having is that space is running out. And landfill sites, uh, I think there are two that are um, that are at capacity in Cape Town, oh, wow. um, and maybe another three that have two years left to go. And I think that our attitude to waste is pretty much, well, um, I pay, so it gets taken away. Um, and then the judging of people who can't pay and it doesn't get taken away. And so I always think, well, if it just gets taken away, where do you think it goes? It, it, it actually ends up in the oceans because it breaks down into microplastics and, and will run off into um, the water table. It will end up in the ocean, even if you put it in the bin and it goes to landfill, that will happen. Um, it might not happen tomorrow, but it's going to happen. And there are other dump sites that have happened over the last 50 years or so that were actually were actually sort of big pits dug in, in, on beaches um, and covered with sand. So we're kind of walking, I mean, obviously not your camp space, but um, it's sort of further, further out and, and um, up the coast uh, where the beaches are actually sort of just <laughs> trash heaps um, that have got sand covered over them. So I think we, you know, we need to really sort of take, a, take cognizance of, of, of our responsibility around the waste that we create, the choices we make in the supermarket. That's number one. Um, every little packet that, that uh, you buy that's not recyclable is, is, is there for 500 years. Every lollipop stick, every earbud, every straw, you know, you, you use that thing for a few seconds and next thing you know, 500 years later, it's, it's, uh, you're eating it basically. <laughs> it, you know, that, that's just how it works. Plastic breaks down into nanoparticles 
and then it's ingested by shellfish, fish, and uh, so on. Animals, too, drink water with microplastics in them. We're basically eating plastic already, um, and the volume of the plastic that we ingest as humans um, is actually just going to increase if we don't change our behavior. That so is that, that's a drama. That is insane. <laughs> I'm never eating anything again, but also ah. exactly the kind of thing that we need to hear because I think that we need to be shocked into realizing that it's a problem, right? And single-use plastics, we've been going on and on about it, but it is a massive thing. Now, Georgia, for someone who doesn't want to get involved in physically cleaning up or is, is still afraid to leave the house COVID is still here. It's still happening. Is there a way that they can get involved through donation, through online? Um, absolutely. As I mentioned before, Danielle, we have a Backer Buddy page um, which details um, our projects. And um, if someone isn't able to volunteer, and we don't really encourage that right now, and we have... Um, we're, we're keeping our avatars, um, you know, in, in situ, so they're cleaning their own communities, um, and, and that sort of reduces the risk of having to travel on a taxi to get to, uh, to, get to a cleanup. Um, and then, obviously, as I mentioned, um, the New Hope SA team, they're, they're, they're coming from one house. They're, um, they're, they've got medical um, assistance. They have, you know, they have all the things, checking of temperatures and things like that. So it's safe for us to, to have them volunteering with us, but uh, we have an avatar system. So basically if you, if you um, are unable to join a cleanup, you could actually sponsor one of our help up avatars, which are our paid volunteers um, to clean up in your stead. And that's been a really, really successful um, concept because you know, you can you can do that, and you know when you see the next help up Facebook post. I was part of that, and I think that that's so important. Um, it's just a way for us to start actually sort of holding hands, even during COVID times, without um, actually being able to physically um, participate in something. Mm. I'm help up. Gonna, I'll give, um, should I give you the link again? Yes, please. I was just going to ask you for it. <laughs> okay, so it's uh, www.backabuddy dot co dot za forward slash help up today one word and then of course there's facebook and instagram also at help up today so very simple awesome georgia thank you so much for your time and for everything that you're doing and for educating us today mm, thank you so much danielle and uh, i hope your listeners are stay safe and uh, yes keep a keep keep an eye on the waste you create guys <laughs>